I'll take two prayer points before we continue. If you have noticed uh, today, I mean this week, the Palestinian uh, uh, president came here, PLO president came here, and also President Netanyahu also came into Oman. They came secretly, all in a bid to find peace. And when the heart of peace. But yes, there are so many troubled areas in the world that are not enjoying peace. Nigeria is one of them. You can use various countries that are not enjoying peace now, but we're enjoying peace. But in Exodus 14, 14, it says, I will fight for you and you shall know your peace. Now, let's pray for all those troubled areas, especially where Christians are persecuted. Whether it's in India, whether it's in Kaduna, Nigeria, or whatever it is, let's say, Lord, arise. Lord, arise at this time, Father Lord. Lord, arise and fight our battles, Father Lord. Lord, that I will be sure of our peace, Father Lord. Lord, that I will be sure of our peace, Father Lord. You said you will, we will hold our peace because you have risen to fight for us. Father Lord, we come against any ruler. We come against any power, Father Lord, that seeks to subject the Christians on this earth, Father Lord. Lord, we ask that you arise and conquer these evil forces, Father Lord. Lord, we arise that you will fight for your own children, Father Lord, that your peace will abound, Father Lord. Lord, as we're enjoying peace in Oman, Oman is looking for peace, Father Lord. Lord, we preach for peace into those areas. We preach for peace into India, Father Lord. Areas of India where Christians are being persecuted, are being killed, Father Lord. We ask, Lord, that your peace will abide. Your peace will abide, Father Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. One other prayer point is a woman that came here sometime from India. And she came here and she enjoyed the service. She's not a member. She has come back. But one thing is she discovered the power of God in this place. And she has asked us to pray. You know, she asked us for three prayer points, you know. One was her son-in-law, her brother-in-law had an accident, he has broken his leg. One also was for her brother to stop uh, drinking. And the uh, other one was uh, surgery for her son. So let's use that as a point of contact that the Lord will heal them. The Lord will heal her family. All the members of our family, the ones that have gone into surgery, the ones that have broken leg, the ones that have alcoholism problem, let's ask that they have prayers will be answered. She has brought this prayer to the church. She's not a member of our church, but we have committed to pray unto her. We have committed to pray unto her today. Let's lift up her voices and say, yes, it shall be well with her. That the surgery will go according to plan. That the great physician will do the surgery. That the great physician will do the surgery. Let's also pray for the one that has a broken leg, Father Lord, that the Lord will, he will have a divine touch. You will have a divine touch. He will have a divine touch, a divine healing. Let's also pray the one that is addicted to alcohol that he will come out of it. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please, you may have your seat. My time is much taken, but I can tell you my victory is sure. I've already tapped into testimonies, Brother Prasad's own, Sister Somi's own, everybody's testimony. I've started tapping and the Lord has been with us. Praise the Lord. I'll just start with a short, just a very, very quick story. I think last time I gave a sermon here, what people did not know was early in the morning, I love playing basketball, so we had a basketball tournament. And we went. And uh, that was my first time of feeling intimidated. I'm big, but I was feeling intimidated. I went to that tournament and we saw a lot of young Filipino boys, 20 to 25, very active. And we were saying we're going to play with this. All of them had their jerseys, NBA jerseys. 
and here was with some funny bibs with no numbers and everything. We're looking like the poor cousins from the village. You know, we came to play and all of us were very old. And uh, I wanted to go back. I know there was my colleague Salah. I said, Salah, what are we doing here? Let's just go home. We can't play against these young boys. And uh, I said, okay, let's play the first match. But I said, I won't be around for the second match because I'm going to church. So I did the first match and we won. Okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I was happy to leave because I was already panting. I was already out of stage. I was panting. I said, guys, I'm gone. I'm going to church. You know? They said, no, no, no. The finals is after church. And this is the first time I was praying that we didn't reach the final because I didn't know what it is. <laughs> I would have to play the final match. And um, they played the final. And the, the first match had a lot of time, 40 minutes. But because there were so many matches, they reduced it to 30 minutes for the second match. And I finished my sermon on that day here. And my phone kept on buzzing. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? We have qualified for the finals. I said, oh God, what, what am I going to do? Then I went back. I said, okay, let me see what I'm going to do. And we went back and uh, we went to play. And then the funny thing, they increased the time again now from 30 to 40 minutes when I came. I said, how am I going to persevere this? How am I going to last? By the second quarter, I was panting and I was leaving out. And most of us started fouling. You know, so they were about to kick some of us out the pitch. So we, we started taking our time. And there's one point that all of us were just tired. We were just tired. We just wanted to let anybody win. Let us go home. But as God will have it, we won the match. We won the tournament. The oldies won the match. We persevered to the end. But that night, there was no sleep for me. My body was aching. You know, that kind of, you're, you're tired, but your body's aching, you cannot sleep. That's what happened. I had to take Panadol that day to, to sleep. So what I'm talking about here is perseverance. Perseverance to victory. Perseverance comes before victory. If you don't persevere, you won't become a victor. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about in this short time that we have. You know. And one of the first things that we, I'll just give a few points because Anything you have, you have to persevere in a place of prayer. And that's why you're here in, in victory night. For you to persevere, to pray through until your victory comes through. And I'll just give you, I'll give you simple definitions. Perseverance is continued effort to do or achieve something difficult, failure or opposition. Against any failure or opposition or anything difficult. The instance of persevering or steadfastness. Steadfastness. Not letting go. Praise the Lord. Not letting go. Holding on to it and not letting go. Praise the Lord. Victory on his own means overcoming an enemy or antagonist. Achievement of mastery and success. Struggle or endeavor against all odds. Okay? Victory against an enemy or antagonist. Our enemy in that match was those young Filipino boys. We had to overcome them. Now, you might have various enemies in this life. It can be your health, it can be your job, it can be your children that have issues with it. But God will grant you that victory. Praise the Lord. God will grant you that victory. And one of the things I, would, I discovered, okay, I'll give you five points quickly before we pray. You know, uh, we'll pray together. And just, just, just to stir us up. No trouble, no perseverance. You understand that? No trouble, no perseverance. If they have trouble, there's no need for you to persevere because everything will come like this, isn't it? 
Praise the Lord. And that's why I think you have heard of this. Uh, I think parents will say this to your children. Life is not a bed of roses. Kids, have your parents ever told you that? Life is not a bed of roses. Now I'm telling the parents, life is not a bed of roses. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Are you with me? Because if there's no trouble, there will be no perseverance. And sister, so many picked a verse that I, I wanted to give in Isaiah 43, 2 to 3. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burnt. Nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. But he said there will be floods. He said there will be fire. <laughs> that was the condition. He said when. He didn't say whether. He said when. So that's something that we should expect in our lives. Troubles will come. It's part of the nature of life. Okay? And it will come. And that's where we need to persevere. Praise the Lord. Because in that verse, he said, For I am the Lord your God. There's a sure ending towards it. In Matthew 18, 17, it says, Woe to the world because of offenses. For offenses must come. But what under whom the offenses comes to? Offenses will come. Issues will come. Issues of life will come. Things will come. That difficulty in a job situation will come. That issue of different, maybe your children are not responding the way they're meant to respond will come. Health challenges will come. Our body is only human. Okay? So that's one fact that we should get. Life is not a bed of roses because of our sinful nature as man. Praise the Lord. But one thing also, perseverance requires help. When you're a place of perseverance, when you're tired, you require help. And the help can be divine or man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't think you can do it on your own. Don't think you can do it on your own. It requires both help, man, both divine and human. You lack a job, who's going to help you financially? Man is there. God will help you. you lack a job, you're connected with one person or the other to see where they can get to the next level. God is using man to help you. But ultimately, God will give that divine job that you require. Praise the Lord. Now, I'll give you an example. We know the story of, uh, in Exodus 17, I don't, have, I don't have enough time, but you know the story of where Joshua went to fight. And what happened to Moses? Moses sat down with the rod of God in his hand, isn't it? And he was going down, he was getting tired. And who were the two people that held him up? Aaron and her. As they were lifting up their hands, they were winning the battle. That was the verse that said, the Lord is my banner. Okay? Now, if Moses' hands were down, that battle would have been the end. But what that is telling us, we need each other. We need man to help you at certain times. Sometimes you don't know how to pray. You don't know who's going to help you pray. You need people to intercede for you. When we come to victory now, we say people to come out here. Is that help that we're helping each other? Someone will hold your hands and pray with you. In your home, someone will hold your hands and say, let's agree together. Oh, you're so tired. He said, brother, I'm so tired. Please pray for me. Praise the Lord. So if you're here, you should be able to pray for someone else. We should be able to encourage and help. But in perseverance, you get so tired that you need man to help you. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. 
For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Have you ever reached a point of praying that you cannot utter a word? Reach a place that you're, you're just drained and say, Lord, whatever happens, let it happen. At that time, the Spirit of God will take over. You start speaking in tongues. You start praying. You don't know what to pray. I've reached that point. I've asked God for something so badly that I couldn't pray anymore. Has he persevered to that level? Children, kids, it's for you. What do you want so bad? Have you persevered there? In your academics, have you sat down to read and pursue it? What is that scholarship you're looking for? What is that grade you're looking for? Have you stayed in the place of prayer? Have you stayed in the place of study? I can tell you if you do that, victory is sure. Praise the Lord. So it's not only for adults, it's also for children. A lot of you are like sometimes you come out to pray about your academics. And God will honor it because you are here in a place of perseverance. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number three point I'll tell you. At times, God answers us by eliminating our obstacles, our positions. But at times, he provides us strength for us to go through them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sometimes he might just shift it. But sometimes he will go with us to go through to the other side. When you look back, you say it's over. Typical example, our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. He's praying in the Garden of Eden. And he was, and he was withdrawn from there about the stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. That was in Luke 22, 39-46. He said, Father, let this cup be taken away from me. But God said, you will go through this cup. But notice what he did. He sent the angel to strengthen him. So what are you going through? That you're expecting an answer from God. God will give you the answer. But at times, he wants you to go through certain phases for a certain reason. But one thing he has promised us, that angel will be there to strengthen us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want us to look at this in context. You know, so I, I, I want you to know, look at this. The same thing with David. David in Psalm twelve twenty. Remember, after he has sinned, Bathsheba gave birth to a child. The child was sick. And David prayed like he has never prayed before. He prayed. He prayed. It was nothing for God to ask. Okay, my son, I've forgiven you. This child will live. It was very easy. It was very simple. But no. God still took that child away. And after that, so David rose from the ground, washed and anointed himself, and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he went to his own house and when he requested, they set food before him and ate. God gave him strength to go through. Understand that bit. God gave him strength to go through after praying that difficult. 
And David had various children afterwards. He had Absalom, didn't he? Now in your own days, what have you been expecting? I can relate with David very well in my own life. Held your baby for 24 hours and the baby passed away. There's no amount of prayer that didn't go before then. <laughs> but God said, you go through the waters, you go to France, but I'll be with you. The answer was there even before the child came. But that does not mean that I didn't stop praying. I continued praying to the last second. And that's why I can stand up today and say where I am. I said, I'm victorious. Because in the morning, another baby came. Praise the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? So I want you to understand what I'm saying. When you know how God is dealing with you. Okay? Now, one thing, and I'll tell you people, you're in the right place. Number four points. Victory often comes suddenly in a place of perseverance. <laughs> you don't know when your victory is going to come. In basketball match, you'll know. Because you look at the clock. When we were tired, panting, we were just looking at the clock, counting down. There's one part we were just passing, playing around, playing around for the clock to go. Isn't it? But with God, you don't know when your victory is going to come. You're praying. But a victory can come suddenly. But you have to be in the right place of perseverance. The man that was at the healed at the pool of Bethesda, there were a multitude of sick people waiting for the moving of the water. But the man was paralyzed. What don't you think he would have said, I've tried this one year, I'm not going to go back there again. But he was dutiful to be found in that pool. My time will come. Praise the Lord. My time will come. You know? And you're in the right place. You have come for victory. The worst thing that will happen for you is you have problems and you leave the house of the Lord. God forbid. I've seen people that have issues and they decide to leave the church. You have lost it. Where will your victory come from? No matter whatever you're going through, this is the right place to come to. Because this is where your answer will be located. It's not out in the world. It's here. It's here. God can give you a word and your life will change. Your prayers will be answered here. Imagine that lame man was in his house. I've tried. I'm not going to go back there again. And Jesus came back. It would have been a different person that would have been healed. Isn't it? You're applying for jobs. You have lost a job. Does that mean you fold your hands? I'm tired. I'm not going to apply. You apply. You continue applying. And you continue praying. You work. You apply. You pray. You apply. The job will come. we in a place of perseverance. My sister here gave a wonderful testimony. I think if you missed it. Which day was it? Uh, night vigil. The job her husband got. I, I, was, I was excited. She has always been in a place of prayer. Interceding and praying. And when it happens like this, it happens suddenly. But does that mean the last one year, they would have just folded their hands and said, we're tired. No. No, 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 no. no. God forbid. So you're in the right place and the right time. And to our children, whatever you're looking for, the answer is in the house of God. 
Don't look at your friends outside, this and that, this and that. All your answers are here. And I'm telling you out of experience. Your parents are telling you out of experience. Your answer, your solution is in the household of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you can also remember, Job. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. But what was Job? <laughs> Job didn't leave. They called him. His wife said, come, curse the Lord and go. Job said, no, no, no. I'm not going to let go. I'm going to be here until God answers me. He persevered. And his victory was double. Your victory shall be double in Jesus' name. Amen. I say your victory shall be double in Jesus' name. Whatever you think you think you have lost, God is more than enough to recoup it. Is it career? Is it career? As I've tasted it. I worked in Nigeria before I moved to the UK. And at that time, I went to the UK, I, I did further studies. But I had to start from the scratch in the UK. Start from the scratch. And I said, God, why am I to put me down. Within three years, I came back to where I was and higher than where my mates were. I want you to understand this. Three years, not many things, three years, you got promoted, you got moved up to where your mates could never have thought. So when Job had a better double portion, whatever you're going for, you will have a double portion. If you persevere in the place of victory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lastly, victories are required so that God will be magnified. Victories are required so God will be magnified. I was coming here, I didn't know I was going to have six testimonies today. On average, sometimes we only have three, but today we have six. And each of those victories is so that God will be magnified. Whatever God does for you is for it, for it to be magnified. For him to be magnified. To stir up people in our midst. A lot of the testimonies I had today, they touched me. They touched me. I could relate to all of them. I could relate to all of them. Sister Christine, NRI, there's a big difference between home fees and uh, non-expatriate fees. But for someone, for it to be signed off. A colleague of mine told me the same thing. He lived all his life in Oman. He was sending his son back to, to the UK to, 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 to study. And uh, the son was able to pay home fees. A big difference. And that's an unbeliever. I said, wow. I said, God, I tap into that testimony. But then my sister gives us that testimony. I'm tapping into it. Whatever they require of me, a big amount, the Lord will bring that for me in Jesus' name. That's the way to pray. Is it Brother Prasad? Maybe the next one year or two years, a lot of us will be up for contract renewals. But they have renewed it. What they didn't expect for him, they underrated him, they gave him a lot of orders. In your job, you can tap into that. My sister talked about her children, our desires for them to know the will of the Lord. Sometimes we cry, our children are not responding. But she didn't give up. And she started seeing the results. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Or oh, is this sister saw me? A fire started. And God in his own infinite mercy brought somebody at 12 p.m. to notice the fire. A month ago, I had the same issue in my house. A cutout on the wall. I saw my life flickering. I went out to the cutout. I saw it was burning. I had to call the maintenance people that night. But imagine that would have happened at night. We say, Lord, we thank you. We go out, we come back. The Lord watches over each one of us. That is for God to be magnified. In our working places in our school, what in, in our schools, what do we say that God you have done for us? You know? So I'm coming back to the five points as I ask the choir to come forward. If they can come. Help me just raise that song, you're a miracle worker. And I'll come back to the five points that we talked about. Just to wrap up. Just to wrap up. Because we're going to, we're going to pray. You know what I'm saying? We're going to pray. But first of all, we'll pray where we are about our own issues. Whatever you are persevering in, you want victory. You pray there. Then after that, I'll call you forward to agree with somebody, with a man of God here, that will also pray with you. But to wrap up, the keys to victory. One, no trouble, no perseverance. That's what I said, isn't it? Two, perseverance requires help both divine and human. Both help, and sometimes God answers us in a different way than we think. That's number three, isn't it? But victory often comes suddenly in the place of perseverance, like victory night. Like in the place of perseverance, like victory night. Praise the Lord. And the last point, your victory is so that God will be magnified. There's nothing that you attribute. Say, Father, give me this so I'll testify to your goodness. So I'll, testify, I'll magnify your name. Say, God, I, I want a car for you so I can pay, take people to church. God will provide that car. Lord, I want a bigger house so I can have house fellowship, care cell in my house. God will give you that house. God, I want to go to school in Canada so I can testify to your goodness and join the local church there. God will make a way. It's so that God will be magnified. I don't know what your issue is. I don't know what your problem is. But one of the things you have to know is one of the fruits of the Spirit is cause of faithfulness or steadfastness, perseverance. That's one of it. In conclusion, Romans 3, 5, 3 to, 3 to 5. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, but because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given unto us. Without just rise up and just begin to pray, as the choir is just leading us in song, just begin to pray and say, Lord, I come before you today as I've come to victory night. Lord, this is my issue. Just like rise up to your feet, just rise up to your feet, rise up to your feet, and say, Lord, I've come to this victory night. As I've come to this victory night, Lord, I've come here. You cannot have come here in vain. You must have had something in your heart. It's not normal victory service. 
I say, Lord, I want you to do this in my life. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever is aching you. Is it your children? Is it that job situation? Is it what your husband is going through? Say, Lord, I lift up my husband's job. Oh, Lord, I lift up my job into your hands, Father Lord. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you make a way. Or is it an issue of health? We are afraid of healing. Pastor's dad was healed. Whatever is ailing you, I don't know what it is. I say, Lord, 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 come into my situation. Lift up your voices, lift up your voices, lift up your voices. Don't forget what I said. Victory comes suddenly in the place of perseverance. Perseverance means praying. Opening your mouth, as Brother Frank said. Son of David, have mercy on me. That's what that man said. So you're in the house of God. Just pray. Open your heart. I don't know what it is. I don't know what situation you're going through. Have they given you a country?
to God that God should give you the spirit of perseverance. Continue to tell God Father we bless your name we glorify you. Thank you everlasting Father. Turn with me to book of Hebrew chapter 12 We read from verse 1 to 3. Hebrew 12. From verse 1 to 3. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily snares us let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the God, the right hand of the throne of God, for consider him who endures such hostility from sinner against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. Praise God. Brethren, perseverance is an important part of spiritual life. For the fact that you are a child of God does not mean you will not experience some hardship, but you need to persevere. You need to continue that relationship with God. He is the only one that can set you free. When that storm, when that storm comes, he is the one. A journey of thousand kilometers starts with a step. You need to continuously take in that step until you get to the end. A Christian life is not just about that is blissful, with a problem free. But it's just reminding us that a real, our relationship with God will see us to the end. 
Praise God. So, brethren, have you decided this night to persevere? Have you decided to continue? What exactly are you going through? That you are thinking your case is worst. I'm telling you, if you hear about somebody's else, you will know that your case is better. So, persevere. You are closer to your sources. You are very closer to the end. Hold on, brother and sister. Determine right now that that victory is yours. You are not just a victor, but you are victorious for all the eternity. Let's close our eyes. Heavenly Father, once again, we bless your name because you have assured this night that victory is ours. As long as we continuously pray and call upon your name, all our efforts shall never be in vain. Lord, we bless your name. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, because you can't us worthy to be a partaker of this message this night. Lord, we appreciate you for the victory that you have given unto us. By the time we come here next month, we shall testify to the glory of God. Lord, we thank you because you have opened up our understanding to know that we need to continue that prayer. You have opened our understanding that we need to put Satan to shame. Glory be to God Almighty. Thank you, Almighty God. I pray for your son that you have used. Father, we pray for more anointing in his life in Jesus' name. As many that has, that has one ailment or the other right now, as many that have been discouraged, with this message we have heard tonight, Father, we pray and we decree that the spirit of perseverance shall go into their life in the mighty name of Jesus. And they shall testify to the glory of God. As we live here, Father, go with us in Jesus' name. Let us get back home safely in the mighty name of Jesus. When next we are meeting here, our testimony shall be full. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you.